one of the things that's come up, I think Logan talked about it and Joe might have as well, is how good the Rams are at kind of masking what they're doing. Like everything looks the same and they have a bunch of different plays off mm-hmm. of that. So just what is the challenge of going against an offense like that? Well, first it starts off with the coaching and the players. I mean, they got, you know, Coach McVay and those guys, they do a great job, you know, O'Connell and Shane Waldron and uh, Cromer, they like the run game, pass game coordinator, the head coach and the offense, they do a great job. And so there's an obvious um, effort by them to give the defense, you know, multiple looks, but like, okay, this look, here's a run, here's a pass, here's a drop back, here's a play action. It, it, it's, it's hard. And you, the main thing you're trying to do is get the guys, um, our defensive players to get their eyes in the right place and grow, go through their progression, okay? You know, I think, and a big part of it, because, you know, if, you, if you're too simple and you go, okay, we're going to play two calls versus these guys, then, you know, by you know, the second half, you know, by the second series, he might have you carved up. So, you know, as you add multiples to it, you know, you try to attack their weaknesses, you know, it's about putting the guy's eyes in the right place. And, and I know every team, you know, game plans for their mm-hmm. opponent, but do they, more than some teams, just kind of run what they run because they're so good at it? I won't say that. I mean, I mean, you know, I mean, I know this. They they attack your weaknesses, and if you haven't fixed stuff, they're gonna they're gonna expose it. So I I wouldn't say that. I'm, I can't speak for those guys, but they have a they definitely have a scheme that they run. But you'll find that with most teams, you know, like most teams, you know, like they're gonna be a stretch run team, they're a gap scheme run team. So they have a definite um, mode of how they want to operate. But um, there's definitely some game planning going on, and, and the the best thing they do is adjust within the game. So, you know, you got to make sure you're ready for that. Thanks, Pat. No problem. Don't leave me. Pat, I'm, Pat, I'm curious about Marcus Marcus Golden here. Yep. Uh, his snaps have gone way down since last year, and obviously you guys weren't here last year. Uh, he was playing about 80% of the snaps, now he's playing about 30%. Is this because he was late to training camp and, like, fell behind? He didn't have OTAs? Is he not in shape? Is he not the right fit for – what you're trying to run, why are his snaps so far way down from what Giants fans are used to seeing? Well, I would say it definitely has, I mean, I mean, training camp starting, not a good, I mean, that. I don't think that has anything to do, that doesn't have anything to do with it. I mean, each player, like whether it's, you know, Marcus, whether it's Blake Martinez, down, what we're trying to do is um, put the best players for the situation out there. And again, you know, the thing is, you know, I think Marcus does a great job. He works really hard at practice, and he's been productive out there for us for the plays he's been out there. I mean, it's just all based on game plan and how we use guys. But, you know, we got a long season here to go. You know, I don't think it has anything to do with what happened in the spring or what have you like that. But, I mean, I don't, I don't want to jump the gun. It's, it's three games in, and we got a long way to go. And Marcus has been a very productive player in this league. He's a smart football player, has some savviness to him. Had, and has been productive and has a skill set. So, I mean, I think we, you know, we really haven't really, you know, I got to find ways to use them more. If that's if that's a better way. But, you know, we'll, we'll get going as the season goes. I don't want to jump the gun on that one, if that makes sense. I'm real bad at saying, so if I'm using the wrong saying, bear with me. Okay. Paul <laughs> Schwartz. Hey, Patrick. Uh, statistically, your defense is not bad in, in, in certain areas across the board. Not great, but not bad, even though the team is 0-3. When you look at them, um, how much do you analyze those numbers, and what do you like about what you're doing? And, and conversely, what do you look at statistically and say, no good, this has got to get much better? <laughs> well, again, I, I keep it real simple. So the first thing I look at is the record. So 
obviously it's not good enough, but to give more detail, I look at the situational stuff, you know, and, and the stuff we want to be defined by, you know, okay, stopping the run, okay? But stopping the run, like I've told you guys before, stopping the run when you know they're going to run the ball. So, like, we've had, you know, I'm not living in the past, but we got to do a better job of that, period, point blank. Starts with me, all right? Then you go to situational football. This In this, in this league, games are won on third down, red area, and two-minute. And I would say this, statistically, from the naked eye, that's the stuff we're working on today. We got to do a better job. I got to do a better job of coaching that. So, right there, I mean, I don't know if I'm looking at a stat book per se, but, I mean, I know I got to do a better job of coaching that stuff, and that's what we're going to work on today. So, in terms of what I look at, I mean, it's the it's our, our win-loss record. That's first and foremost, all right, and how we could have affected that, especially myself, and how I could coach better and get these guys um, – and, you know, and make sure I'm putting them in the right spot. But then it goes down from, you know, then it goes to how we want to be defined in terms of our toughness, stopping the run um, and stopping the run when we know they want to run the ball and then situational football because that's how games are won in this league. And then, you know, and then the last part of it is turnovers. You know, we need more turnovers. So, again, I think, you know, we're going to work on it today in practice. That's, that's the only way I know how to attack it. You know, identify the weaknesses, work on the weaknesses, and try to be better tomorrow than we are today at those things. You know, it's a lot. Right now, it's the beginning of the season. It's a lot to, to work out. But, I mean, I'm hard on myself. The players are hard on themselves. The coaches are hard on themselves. And, you know, Joe's hard on us. But that, that's, that's how you want it. I mean, it's the NFL. There's only 32 of these jobs. You got to figure it out. Just wanted to ask you about Darnay Holmes and um, just the mindset coming into this week. I mean, it seemed – Watching the game last week, it seemed pretty obvious that the 49ers identified who they wanted to go after. And I would imagine as a rookie, you're going to see that, expect that as a coaching staff. Uh, coming into this week, how, have you taken some time uh, to talk to Darnay about where he's at mentally, what, what you're expecting, maybe what mistakes, how he's going about correcting some of the mistakes that he's had? I mean, obviously, the the penalty stands out from last week. Mm -hmm. I'm just curious your thoughts on that. I mean, any rookie that we have in a position playing, or let me not even say rookie, young player or inexperienced player, I mean, that's the league is about people. So, you know, it's not a surprise, like, who they go attack or what have you, you know. And, again, you try to, um, you know, bring that to people's um, attention. All right, but in terms of how Darnay handles it, I mean, you have to speak to him, but just what I've seen as a coach, he comes in with this – Great energy in the morning and at practice and ready to go and improve. And the questions he's asking, you can see the, the, the maturity as, as he's maturing through the process right now and learn how to be an NFL football player. College football, great football, college football, but learn to be an NFL football player, the right questions he's asking. You know, today's a third down day, third down, two-minute day. He's asking the right questions where maybe three weeks ago we weren't getting those questions. Speak up, Pat, go over that again. I'm like, I like it because, you know, there's some interaction we need in there. We're coworkers. That's how, I mean, you know, we're coworkers. We, we, you know, like, again, I need that interaction. And it might be, I, I can't speak for college. I haven't been in there for so long. But, like, I could see him growing there. But, like, have I seen a change? I mean, he's a young player. He's learning. He's learning. And, and we're there to support him. I tell these guys no different if it's an older player. There are 11 guys out there playing defense. It's not just you, just so they understand that. Whether it's a run game or passing, it's not just you. So I try to tell those guys, like, listen, we're here to help you. The coverage is here to help everybody. Play our leverage. Win this. Uh, make sure we take away their targets. 
But it's not just him. It's not just anybody else. It's just we got we got to play better together as a group to finish, if that makes sense. So, but his his energy level, his his demeanor, I couldn't. I mean, I I, I love the kid. I mean, he, he works hard. He does everything we're asking him to do, and he's just trying to get better every day. So you haven't seen any evidence that his confidence has waned at all the last couple of weeks. Have, have you met him? I have no worries that his confidence. He's a defensive back. I mean, shoot. I mean, I mean, I'll, how many defensive backs have you seen where they're con- I mean, he's a starting defensive back at this level. I mean, again, if he didn't have confidence, we would we have trouble. I mean, like they they get paid to play too. So I mean, he's fine. He's fine. <laughs> and my confidence he, he, hasn't. My confidence isn't swaying him. I know he's a playmaker. I'm excited to see him practice today. And then I'm excited to see him get ready Friday, and then we'll see what happens on Sunday. We got time for for three quick ones, and if three possible, quick please ones. keep. Yeah. <laughs> if possible, please keep it to one question. Jordan, Pat, and Lombardo. Jordan, Pat. Uh, assuming Jabril can't play, I mean, Ju- uh, Julian Love, wrote Logan Ryan. They're both converted cornerbacks. They're more, let's say, not. I know you like interchangeable safeties, but they're more natural, probably free safeties, right? Uh, what does that change for you as a coach? And you're right with that pairing of those two guys. Well, the, the, the good thing about those guys, they both can tackle. So that's one. And, and there's a willingness to be involved in the run game. So that it can still be interchangeable to a certain degree. The, the, the great benefit of it is the man-to-man coverage skills. Now you got, okay, now you're working with something right there. So now you want to go again. You're dealing with, you know, the Rams where these guys are all over the place. The shift, motion. Here goes the missile motion, all that stuff like that. Now you got guys, oh, he could play this coverage, he could play that coverage. You feel a little bit more comfortable if you're going with all the man stuff right there. So it, it gives you some more flexibility um, with that. Not saying we couldn't have done that with Pep or the other guys, but you're talking about true cornerback skills. I mean, that, that's a positive right there. Pat Leonard. Pat, what is going wrong consistently, in your opinion, with these end-of-first-half touchdown drives including the fact that they're getting in, you know, from 10, 15, 13 yards out. I mean, the first thing, and I'm, it's not cliche, and I'm a, it's a hard look at myself. I'm the one out there calling the defense, deploying these guys. I'm supposed to put them in the right spot. I got to do a better job of making calls, and I got to do a better job of coaching during the week to get them to understand what's going to be happening to them. So, like, we got to get that done. Like, until last week, it wasn't run game that got us. We were at least forced them to third down. So last week, then they ran the ball in. So, like, now, you know, I mean, so, again, I, I honestly believe it, it starts with me, you know, doing a better job of calling it, you know, um, better job of explaining the situation to the fellas. Again, I'm not the guy to put the blame on them. I don't think it's on them. I got, you know, because we're playing good run defense, and then all of a sudden they run the ball in. We're playing good pass. We're forcing the third down, then they score on third down like the other weeks. So I got to do a better job. I got to do a better job. And, you know, you know, took a hard look at it, um, took a hard look at it. Um, and we're studying it and we're, we're going to work on it today and work on it tomorrow and try to get it better. But, I mean, the number one culprit, I'll put it on me. Put it Just put it right on me. That's, that's how I see it. I got to be better. Got to be better. Week four of the season, I, I got to be better. Got to be better. Last question, last question here, Lombardo. Hey, Pat, um, with as dominant as James Bradbury's been, what are you guys missing from that other outside cornerback spot? And what do some of the younger guys need to show to kind of step up and solidify it there? You know, the one thing that is funny, when you're dealing with young players, I mean, and this is just my experience over 11 or 12 years, whatever it's been, when you're dealing with young players, hey, let's play for this. In this situation, let's play for this. 
all right, but, you know, and then when they get out there on the field and all of a sudden it's something else and they're not, they're not sure and, like, I'm like, listen, or, or they think it's something else. I'm like, if I tell you to play for something, all right, if it's something else, it's on me. It's on me. When you're a young player and you don't have as many years or experience or plays in this league, somewhat you got to trust me. You got, I'm, I'm asking them to trust me. Obviously, you know, you go through not having a spring, a shortened training camp or no games. Like, it's a process to learn that trust. You know what I mean? And I'm, I'm not saying the guys are out there like, I don't trust that. But, like, just as a young player, it's natural. Like, you're thinking about all the variables. And I'm saying, listen, I'm anticipating this variable right here. You play for that. If it's the other, if something else happens, it's on me. And I think as young players, they when they start believing in that, and then they have success. Now, again, I have to be right, or they have to be right, and we got to have some success with it. And then they're like, oh, so Pat, how, or they ask, coach, where'd you get that from? They ask Jerome, like, they ask uh, Blev or Mike Trier, like, how'd you guys get to that conclusion? Once they figure that out, now they're like, oh, then they start looking for it, then they start trusting themselves to, find, to identify that stuff, so works out pretty good so